everybody. Hey. Welcome we should, to the we should, Texas We should start over. See? And we should start yeah. over. I was actually looking at the Bible <laughs> when you said that. That's my excuse. Uh-huh. Likely story. So, oh, now you're not ready. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Are we doing this again? <laughs> now we're doing I it. Didn't know that we, I didn't know we were actually doing All it right, again. Well, uh. Hey, hey howdy, hey. hey. Welcome to the Texas Tech. Okay, so <laughs> that was that was our mulligan for the day. That's so, right. You know. That's right. So pretty sure where we are is um, in the Bible. Yeah, actually, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, what better book to be in? Right. So chapter 48. I'm actually going to go back a paragraph. Just one. Um, yeah, just one. And oh wait a minute. Hold on here. Uh oops. Yep, nope. No, yep. We <laughs> we're not actually in forty eight. <laughs> 48 did did is, we make it past there? Well, we might still be in 48. It says uh, 48 is Jacob blesses Joseph's sons. So remember. Um, yeah, I think we were on the he was, uh, of that. He was blessing Joseph's sons and put his right hand on the younger son. And jo Joseph was like, Whoa, oh, no. Oh, man, what are you doing, you cray-cray? And, and he's over here like, hey, calm down. I've done this before. He's like, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I actually did that on purpose. And Joseph was like. I don't like this, but um, yeah, he wasn't real thrilled about it. No, it didn't seem like he was the happiest, but uh, Jacob knew what he was doing. Um, so, yeah, I'm actually going to start at 17, read through, and then I'm pretty sure we're on 49. So, uh, now when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. So he took hold of his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. <laughs> Can't you just see that? You know, I can. Just like, uh... Wrong one. Yeah, wrong one. And, you know, kind of like you're old, senile, blind. What else can I say? I love you, but you, you got it wrong. And he's like, yeah, no. I, I did this on Didn't purpose. Actually. Yeah, I mean, uh, you really... Yeah, anyway, uh, so I'm sure that the old man gave him the hairy eyeball. Um, which, that being said, I don't know if our listeners... All of them know what the hairy eyeball is. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I don't know. That, I don't know that I do, but I think I do. Oh, so go ahead and explain. Okay, because I, I I said it before to to some other friends of mine, and they were like, "What the heck does that mean?" And right. I was like, oh, you never heard that before, and they're like, "No." I was like, "Oh, okay." So what I mean by the hairy eyeball is basically, you know, just like you know, eyeing them. Okay, that's what I thought. You know, yeah, that's just, what I thought you were please, talking about. Kind of like you know. Uh, you misjudged me. It's the look. Yeah, it's the look. Yeah, you know, you know, like because um, uh, I always call it the look, and my dad's always called it the hairy eyeball. Oh, and okay, so, okay. So, so I always so so there. Yeah, there, there is. I know what you're talking. I was pretty sure I knew what you're talking yeah, about, yeah. but I was like, well, it wouldn't be the first time somebody's called something by a different name, right? It's <laughs> like when you're ten and you burp really loud at the table. And, um, you know, your mom's about to say something and then your dad laughs and she gives him the hairy, <laughs> the eyeball. hairy eyeball, the, yep. you know, uh, you're sending the wrong message here. Uh, we should have talked about this before you laugh. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, the hairy eyeball anyway, but his father refused and said, I know my son, I know. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. But truly, his younger brother shall be greater than he, and he and his descendants shall become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day, saying, By you Israel will bless, uh, saying, May God make you as Ephraim and as Manasseh. And thus he set Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I am dying, but God will be with you, and bring you back to the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to you one portion above your brothers, which I took from the land of the Amorite, which my sword uh, with my sword and my bow. So there you have it. That's the end of forty-eight. 
Um, so now, that was just a little bit of a recap. So now we're on 49. Nice uh, square number. Um, <clears throat> just like our heads. <laughs> oh! Got Germany oh, and Oh, yes! Uh-huh. The jokes! Ah. I'm a German, so I can say this one. But can you? Yeah. You know uh, how much it costs a German to get a haircut? It costs them four bucks. One for each corner? One for each side. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. All right. So, so uh, as y'all probably figured out, Stuart is the king of corn. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's really bad because I'll be telling some. You can't help it. It's, I, I it's literally, part of what I literally you are. cannot help. I've it. known this for years. I this cannot. Is, you can't, it, it is something that is a part of you. Yeah. You are the corniest person I yeah. know. Yeah. However, the sad part is, it's rubbing off on me. I'll yes. think about this, and I'm just like, Stuart. See, was, this happened Stuart. to my friends in Austin because. They were all. Like, I like, didn't used to think yeah, like this. They didn't. They didn't. Honestly, they didn't. And it got to a point where we'd just sit there for thirty minutes throwing corn back and forth, and there'd be that one person, you know, we'd have. It's a, over there, like, what are we'd you have even a, a talking girl about? Come over for yeah, exactly, night, be... and she'd just be sitting there, like, what a bunch of idiots, you know? Why am I here? <laughs> you know? Uh, anyway, because in case they Good start time. burning Good the time. place down, you know where the fire extinguisher is. Okay, <laughs> that's why you're here. Uh. Anyway, so forty nine in my book, ignorant questions <laughs> get ignorant right, answers. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, again, we are reading from my favorite, the Duck Commander Faith and Family Bible, um, which for the last couple of times i've been doing the gideon's bible because um, that's what they have at hotels thank god they still have them at hotels yeah that that's that is shocking to me honestly it is you know we're, um, we're and i a, think the fact that it's a in a drawer that most people don't <clears throat> access right helps well, it, and, out of mind but also you have to think about that they're allowed to do that by the you know right. the, the owners which we yeah. um you know and i think that's extra special for today's world today's you know age that we're you know we are part of a generation and we are the exclusion yeah you know most of our generation are not like us you know uh which as funny and not funny as that is it's probably why most of my friends with the exception of like you clayton william are literally 10 years older than me. <laughs> everyone else I, yeah, you know, everyone else yeah, I, I care yeah. to associate with, word specific, uh, not that I do associate with, care to associate with, is usually 10 years older than me. Yeah, and then yeah. that that's kind of the, uh, I call that the gap of reason. Uh-huh. Because there's there's that point where everyone younger than that is, is either too immature, did not learn growing up to be mature, or just has completely different ideologies than me, and completely different ideologies. I can work with that, sure, because I have I have friends that do have completely different ideologies, and I I, I get that mm-hmm. because you can you can talk about things, and you can you know the art of debating, which yeah. I love. But it seems yeah. like everybody in my generation, you know, we've we've lost morals, we've lost um, you know what we hold true is standards. And I, it's funny. I thought about this today. Uh, I'm, I'm tangenting now, but uh, my brother called me and which one Shay, okay. which just so everyone knows rarely happens. Uh, in fact, I, I will answer. So show Shay will back up. He doesn't answer the phone. The, the phone <laughs> that is a one way communication device. <laughs> um, you can call him anytime you want and he will, he would not answer. Like if, if someone said, I will pay you a million dollars, you got to call someone that's not going to answer the phone. I'm winning a million dollars because I'm calling Shay, <laughs> you know? But, uh, so when he, but when he calls me, I'm like, Oh, Something's this might out. be important. Yeah. yeah. That's my first thought is this is important. I should probably answer the phone. So I, 
I tend to stop. I have literally stopped entire deals before. Like, I need to step outside and take this. I hope you all don't mind. Just hang tight with me for a minute. Shay, you know, I'll answer the phone. Hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, how you doing? You got time to chat? And I'm like, what? (laughs) What just happened? No, I will call you back if you care to answer. (laughs) So anyway, he called me today and he he was like, hey, how's it going? And today was obviously, it was a slow day, raining. Uh, So... So I didn't have a whole lot going on. I was I was very happy to to have his his company on the phone, but uh, he was there was a lot of small talk. We were talking about the cars and and stuff like that, and, and the WRX and looking mm. at it, and, and uh, just like mid sentence stops everything. It's like, hey, so what are you uh, what what are your thoughts on uh, on Teddy Roosevelt? Oh, what? Total change of does it get right? Well, that's that's get around Shay long enough. That's that's wow. it. So anyway, uh, we we had you know a little bit of small talk about that, and then and then he hits me with that, and I was like, well, what do you mean? As a president, what do you think? <laughs> and it's like this is random. I said, yeah, he wasn't. I, I said I think he was a fair president. Yeah, he had qualities that I disliked and liked. Mm-hmm. I think he was a fair president. Why did you ask? Right. Like, very, very random. And so he was like, well, I said something about Teddy Roosevelt and one of my colleagues was in the room the other day. And he was like, yeah, he was a horrible president. He said, I've never thought that. But I also didn't know if I missed something. Uh Uh-huh. And he said, I asked Dad. And Dad said, oddly enough, the same thing you did. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's there's certain things that he did, and and, and my point was, and this goes back to standards and morals, sure, sure. is you know, uh, you, you, there there was a loss and disconnect between a couple generations of where Teddy was and his thoughts and ideologies and what he stood for and FDR. Sure. So and and that's where I went with Shay. I said, you know, they had different standards, and uh, and Dad brought up a point that I don't know that I would have thought about. Um, until dad brought it up yeah. and, and he brought it up to Shay and Shay told me, he said, you know, Roosevelt, you know, Teddy Roosevelt was put in kind of a, a very interesting situation, much like today in our political world. Mm-hmm. And I got to think about that. I was like, he was pretty torn apart yeah. as far as everybody disliking each other in that time period. There was, there was a strong disconnect between two generations because that's what you have. You have a, a, a generation that has not trained the next generation properly mm-hmm. to have certain morals, have certain standards. Does that mean we all have to have the same morals and the same standards? Not exactly. Yeah. No. But I think we all should have them. Uh, you know, I, I have a friend of mine that says, you know, even pagans have morals. Right. There's exa- There's something to that that Common everyone should have. Everyone should have some decency. That's a good. Uh, that's actually a word that I was trying to find. Oh. And, and you just threw that out there for me, there so go. thank you. But th- there's got to be a common decency. And, and you know, Roosevelt was faced with a, a generational gap there that wasn't really fillable by him because he was old by that point, sure. by the standards of what old was at then. And so you have two polarized type of people that didn't agree with each other. And I just think that's kind of the same way we are today. Mm. You know, we're in a generation that's very polarized. Yeah, definitely. You know, our parents taught us the old way. You know, we're kind of old souls as far mm-hmm. as old school. As, yeah, yeah. We're 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 very much old school in the way we think and the way we react and the way we talk. Yeah. And uh, and most people today, in our generation, are not like that. Yeah. And anyway, that was just tangent of the day. Mm. Something I I thought about. You know, when Shay asked me that very abruptly. Mm-hmm. and then that fits so well right here because we were you know talking about this you know that's that's interesting and that we can also throw out there that you know god puts everything in those moments because i probably would have never thought about teddy roosevelt today nope i I wouldn't have i would think about him next time i watch night of the museum uh well yeah yeah you know yeah Robin Williams. So, yeah, exactly. Robin, <laughs> best Teddy he ever. Made a very good Teddy, honestly. I thought he did a good job. That's got to be one of my favorite. You know, that was one of his final roles. You know, really? yeah. Well, not at the museum too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was right before he actually passed away. So yeah, yeah. 
But he played a good one. But anyway, mm-hmm. back back to you know the Bible. We've back spent, to Genesis. We've spent ten minutes talking about Teddy Roosevelt. All right. So Jacob's last words to his sons. Oh boy, here it comes. And Jacob called his sons and said, "Gather together that I may tell you what shall befall you in the last days." Wow. May I just stop right there and say, that would be very interesting. It basically uh, quasi prophecy, if not actual prophecy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, because well, I mean, they must be used to it at this point. <clears throat> yeah, but what he follows with right here, this is this is the equivalent of your dad saying, "Hey, we're going to have a lot of political problems next." Year. Right. I see where things are going. Yeah, I see. I see where things are going, and he already knows that. Yeah. And. So he doesn't have to do a whole lot of extra investigation right. to put that puzzle together. Yeah. But uh, with us being younger, he would still feel the need to tell us yeah. we're going to have a tough time going. I think that's more of what's happening here. Yeah. Not so much, you know, divine. No, not to say because we know that he's had actual interaction with God. Right, right, yeah. But I don't think this is so crazy. Yeah, well... We'll see. Let's get past the first verse. <laughs> well, no, I've already read it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I've been reading ahead. Sure, yeah. So, gather together and hear, you sons of Jacob. It's interesting because he's Jacob, saying, you sons of Jacob. Let's be like, well, he's Israel. You sons of Stuart, come listen to me. It's like, you're Stuart. Well, yes, I am. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> Regardless. Uh, it's just the way they talked back then. Gather together and hear, you sons of Jacob, and listen to Israel, your father. See, that's what I was just saying. (laughs) Yes. Reuben, you are my firstborn. (laughs) My mind and the beginning of my strength. Ah, my might and the beginning of my strength. The excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. Unstable as water, you shall not excel. Because you went up to your father's bed, then you defiled it. He went up to my couch. Simeon and Levi, our brothers, instruments of cruelty are in their dwelling place. Let not my soul enter their council. Let not my honor be united to their assembly. For in their anger they slew a man, and in their self-will they hamstrung an ox. Cursed be their anger, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Judah, you are he whom your brothers shall praise. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's children shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He bows down. He lies down as a lion. And as a lion, who shall rouse him? The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh comes. And to him shall be the the obedience of the people. Binding his donkey to the vine and his donkey's colt to the choice vine, he washed his garments in wine and his clothes in the blood of grapes. I think it's interesting how he... <clears throat> now, obviously, they would have known about all these animals, but I just find it's interesting that he references each one of them. That's yeah. different. You know, you have kind of like prey, predator, right. Kind, of right. kind of mentality, and it's like every other sibling. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Which, I mean, eh, not wrong with some of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, oh, he washed his garments in wine and his clothes in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine and his teeth whiter than milk. Zebulun darker shall dwell in the heaven of Zebulun shall dwell by the heaven, the haven of the sea. He shall become a haven for ships and his border shall adjoin Sidon. Issachar is a strong donkey where, lying between. Where is Sidon? Sidon? Yeah. Sidon is between. Sidon is uh, beside Tyre, isn't it? Kind of north of Israel. I don't know. That's why I asked. Yeah. You know, if, Sidon if is I, beside Tyre. If I had known, I probably would have. Uh, it is a. Um, it's a. It's a port How do you spell city. S i d o n. It's a port city. Uh, so oftentimes, Sidon and Tyre. Not oftentimes, but. Usually, Sidon and Tyre are called out together. 
account. So anyway, um, he shall become a haven for ships, and his border shall adjoin Sidon. Issachar is the strong donkey, lying down between two burdens. He saw the rest. He saw that rest was good, that the land was pleasant. He bowed his shoulder to bear a burden and became a band of slaves. Dan shall it's judge Lebanon. his people. What's that? Lebanon. It's Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This whole area right here is Lebanon. Is that Mount Carmel right above it? Uh, to the left, to the left. To the left, to the left. I don't know. That uh, bulgy bulge. Um, Where, what is that? That's that right there. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's something. Yeah. It's mean, Hammond Hospital University. Yeah. <laughs> Hamoud. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, I'm, I'm, I'm totally... Shall, your, your track of thought has been derailed. Yeah, it has, actually. Okay. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a serpent by the way, a viper by the path, that bites the horse's heels so that the rider shall fall, fall backwards. I have waited for your salvation, O Lord. That is an interesting... I wonder what he is saying there. Read it again. Dan shall be a serpent by the way, a viper by the path, that bites the horse's heels so that its rider shall fall backwards. I have waited for your salvation, O Lord. That, a, that sounds like a reference to Jesus. Yeah. Either that or he's waiting for Dan's salvation. Is that what he's saying? Anyway. Gad. Actually, you may be right. That does sound yeah. kind of... But it also sounds, you know, almost symbolic like... Yeah. Maybe so. I don't know. Gad, a troop shall tramp upon him, but he shall triumph at last. Bread from Asher shall be rich, and he shall yield royal, royal dainties. Naphtali is a deer let loose. He uses beautiful words. Joseph is a fruitful bough, a fruitful bough by a well. His branches run over the wall. The archers have bitterly grieved him shot at him and hated him but his bow remains in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty god of jacob for there is a shepherd the stone of israel by the god of your father who will help you and by the almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above blessings of the deep that lies beneath blessings of the breasts of the womb the blessings of your father have excelled the blessings of my ancestors upon the utmost bound of the everlasting hills they shall be on the head of Joseph, and on the crown of, his, of the head of him who was separate from his brothers. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning he shall devour the prey, and at night he shall divide the spoil. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is what their father spoke to them. And he blessed them, and blessed each one according to his own blessing. And we will we're going to take a break right yeah. there, and we'll talk about that when we get back. We are back. <clears throat> Okie dokie. So, uh, wow, lots of time. Had a little about. bit of foretelling there. Yeah. yeah, foretelling and just kind of saying it the way it is. Yeah, I think he just, you know, I think he kind of knows the way they are. Uh huh. That's pretty much the way you just said it, and I, I think you're right. I think it's, you know, he's he's been around a day or two. Yeah. He knows how people are, and he, I think he's assessed how they are with each other. Yeah. And that's really, that's really what he's talking about. I yeah. Think he's trying to he's trying to keep a, a family united. It might be a little bit torn apart by some of the things that have just happened. Yeah, some of the things that have just happened and have happened and will happen. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't pull his punches now, does he? Mm -mm. He does things exactly the way he sees it. Uh, Must be from New York. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about Ruben. Poor guy. He's yeah. actually been kind of Unstable as water. You shall not excel. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Love yeah. you, too. I, I'd like to get some context on that, because yeah. he does seem to be a pretty steady in all of this. Well, you know, kind of... He, well, does, he does I continue. Tell he says, guys. Unstable as water, you shall not excel. Because you went up to your father's bed, then you defiled it. He hmm. went up to my couch. So, it's kind of like... 
Yeah, you did some um, pretty bad things to me, son. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. You hurt me pretty bad. You shall not excel. Yep. Simon and Levi, interesting he mentioned Simon and Levi, Levi are brothers. Um, I think what he kind of means by that is like all of these guys are brothers. Well, different groups of them, half brothers to the others. Right. But all family. Oftentimes it says, boy, you guys are brothers. It's kind of like you're, you're, you're the same, you know? Right. It's like, it's like you and me, people see you and me hanging around. And a lot of times we finish each other's sentences and stuff like that. And one could say, well, you guys sure are bros, you know? It's kind of like, yeah, they're kind of like-minded, doing the same thing. Their brother's going out there, you know? And in this case, they're brothers in mischief. Simon and Levi are brothers. Instruments of cruelty are uh, are in their dwelling place. Oof. Yeah, that's not that I want to hear. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. Let not my soul enter their counsel. Gah. Yeah. I don't really want to do anything with you it's like guys. A, it's like a semi-banishment. Yeah. It's like uh, anybody that deals with y'all is going to get a, the short end of the stick. You guys don't deal too nicely with people. And um, I wonder if he's trying to petition change with all of his statements. I kind of hope so. Just because it's kind of, you know, dismal. Morbid? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let not my honor be united to their assembly. Oof. I this almost sounds that like, hurt. I just own you guys. You may leave. Do y'all even consider yourselves my children? Right. Because I don't consider you uh, mine. <laughs> it's like, well, ow. It's like, well, Dad, do you not remember... For in their anger they slew a man, and in their self-will they hamstrung an ox. Cursed be their anger, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I will divide them in Jacob, and scatter them in Israel. Wow. Yeah. Kind of, you guys are going to blend into the crowd. Uh, nothing really good comes of y'all, and... Nobody really wants anything to do with you. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo. Ouch. Ouch. That hurts. It does hurt. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, deserved. Judah, you are he whom your brothers shall praise. That's nice. I mean, the first three sons, he's kind of like, you know, verbally spanking them he really is he's you know, giving them a, a good stern giving a talking good stern to. beating you know and i don't know if you've hung around like little itty bitty children with other little itty bitty children mm -hmm. but i had the pleasure of growing up with little you know, itty bitty children i was eight 12 years older than my youngest twin sisters and so I got to see again. Well, that's all the, yeah, all the ten years younger. The than little me. childishness that I missed. Yeah, and so anyway, it's funny with uh, with twins; they're both the same age, right? Right. And so one would be, you know, like just fractious. Oh man, she'd be crying and having a fit or whatever. And the other one is, I'm not <laughs> being bad. Look at me; I'm being good. You know, <laughs> and it's you know as soon as. You know, so you, that explains everything. The parent spanks <laughs> one children, one, one child, and all the other children are kind of like, "That's not me. I'm being good." Yeah, you, <laughs> you know. see what's happening right now? Nothing. Yeah, and then yeah. there's that look on the face, kind of like, "Gosh, I'm glad that's not me." You know. Mm. Um, <laughs> I wonder that if is that, you, David. I wonder if that's <laughs> who, how Judah was feeling. You know. I wonder if he was kind of like, all right, yeah, dad's saying good things about me. Listen up, guys. Or if he was like, yeah. What's coming next? <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, anyway, so Judah, you are he whom your brothers shall praise. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's children shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He bows down. He lies down as a lion. And as a lion, who shall rouse him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's that hurts. so funny. No, that's so funny. Who is has everybody has heard the saying? You know, uh, let sleeping dogs lie and uh-huh. don't irritate the lion. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he's saying right here. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a lion, my son, and as a lion. Who shall rouse him? Nobody's going to yeah. go up and no. poke the lion away. You don't do that. You These don't are things do that. that are not done. Right, right. You know, even the like, hyenas know right. not to. It's like it's like high-fiving a hornet's nest. Bad idea, you know. And so if there's a lion who's sleeping, don't wake him up. Let him let him stay asleep. Just, just you know? let him do his thing. You know, he's on your front porch. Right. And all he's saying is, you know. He can stay on the front yeah. porch. <laughs> yeah. He's like, nobody's going to. I'll use the back door. Nobody's going to mess with you, kid. Uh, from the prey, my son, you have Which gone. That, that might go to your head. It, oh, it might. Um, he bows down. He lies down as a lion. And as a lion, who shall rouse him? I like that. That's cool. Uh, the scepter shall not depart from Judah. Nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh comes, and to him shall be the obedience of the people. Wow! Oh, he keeps going, binding his donkey to the vine and his donkey's colt. Now this is—I don't really understand this too well. Binding his donkey to the yet? vine and his donkey's colt to the choice vine. He washed his garments in wine. Is he just saying that he's like? So read that again, real quick. Yeah, binding his donkey to the vine, as in like the grapevine. I'm sure. Um, and his donkey's colt to the choice vine, so binding his animals and good animals to the the grapes. He washed his garments in wine, and his clothes in the blood of grapes. I I wonder if that's just like just speaking like richly, you know, like uh, um, you shall. Uh, oh, I don't know. You're gonna line. You're gonna line your mats with uh, bottle caps. You know. I don't know. What What just came previous to that though? That, yeah, he yeah, was talking yeah. about Judah, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, it says the scepter shall not depart from Judah, right? Nor lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh comes, and to him shall be the obedience of the people, binding his donkey to the vine and his donkey's colt okay. to the vine. He washed his garments in wine and his clothes in the dark uh, in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine, and his teeth whiter than milk. I don't know. I don't know if there's a, a correlation here, but donkeys tend to be very stubborn creatures. However, if they're trained, true. I could tie a I could tie a rope to a halter and drop it on the ground, and they would think they were tied up to something, so they wouldn't <laughs> destroy the vine. Right. So that may oh. have been his to obedience i see what you're saying is you can you can try they are the, the most stubborn creatures on the planet which right. is why a lot of people like mules uh-huh. and donkeys for trail rides because yeah. if you if you get to a point where you're going to talk them off a cliff they're not going off the cliff right, right. <laughs> sometimes horses will jump off the cliff and just oh yeah we'll go donkey's like yeah, yeah no, no no not happening but dude. you can you can train a donkey to I, i've seen people that just drop to a rope that was connected to their halter on a chair, and they stayed there for an entire day. They thought they were tied up. Wow. So wow. there's there's something to obedience, and I guess what he, he might be saying there is he's not going to destroy the vine. Yeah. He's not going to destroy so. what's already planted. So. Little, uh, little Zebulun. Two cents there. I don't know if it's worth anything. Yeah. Th- that must be, you know, that first little bit is like, he said his piece for the most part, until he gets to Joseph, and he just goes on and on and on about Joseph. Oh, right, yeah. You know. uh, Joseph and Judah here, they well, get the high praise. Um, but um, Zebulun shall dwell by the haven of the sea. He shall become a, ship, a haven for ships, and his border shall adjoin Sidon. Not sure what he's saying there. You like boats? Uh Has he showed interest? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Issachar is a strong donkey lying down between burdens. Well, what he's laying out, and for everyone who doesn't actually know, uh-huh. uh, he's laying out the 12 tribes. Yeah. That's what he's doing here. Yeah. You know, so there is, you know, there is a little, a little prophecy going on. But I, I think it's more of he sees how things are going. 
And God's already told him his people are going to be a great people. Yeah. So he's kind of laying the land of this is where you need to go. This is where you need to go. Probably so. You do your yeah. thing. He's kinda, you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, your dad going, hey, go down to the end of the street and buy that house that's been abandoned for years. Right. You know, that That's your place. That's where you should be. Yeah. And you're probably not going to sit there and go, nah, that's not me. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I could fix that up. I could make it happen. Yeah. You know, that's and I think that's what he's doing is he's kind of he's trying to keep the family together, but he's trying to keep everybody Pathetic. Kind yeah. He's yeah. kind of trying to separate everybody because obviously now that everybody's together, you know, I know for me, how long can a family you know, I, I come from a very big family, so do you, you yeah. know. Um how long do Christmas and Thanksgiving gatherings really last? You got about a day of everybody being nice to each other. You know? Well <laughs> our family is usually pretty nice. Yeah, there are a lot of families. How often do you see your like super extended family? Pretty daggone often. Really? Yeah, it's just us and the pains, man. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking. My family is like four times the size of yours. Yeah, it's true. So, you know, you, you get all those people in the same room. You've got two days max yeah. before people start getting slightly quarrelsome. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's yeah. what he's kind of trying to do here is, okay, everybody is now, everyone's re reunited. Now everyone needs to know where they're going to go from right. here. Because, yeah. because obviously he knows he's about to pass on. And he's got to set them up. Mm -hmm. You know, he's got to make sure they're going in the right direction before he dies. Because, you know, for, for him, I would assume that's that's kind of his goal. Yeah. You know, his family has to go on. Yeah. So. And it's interesting, you know, it's funny how in a family, like even a large family, everybody, oftentimes you look at them and like, wow, you're definitely part of that family. Right. You know? You, you just you, you all look you fit alike. you fit yeah um and you all might have the same moral compass but everybody's personality is so different and you really see that here you know you see simon and levi uh kind of the bad ones the mm -hmm. two black sheep of the family i suppose uh reuben on top of that is just devious um and, and reuben i think he has done devious things right right then you have judah who's probably you know uh bold strong um fairly wise but also nobody's going to mess with him uh zebulun is kind of a sea guy he likes boats sports right. whatever issachar is just a strong mule uh then you have dan who's sly oleaginous kind of greasy uh kind of a serpent by the way a viper by the path you get that whole yeah that whole trickster perspective yeah. you have gad who's militaristic he's a troop shall tramp upon him but he shall triumph at last um you have asher who's a baker kind of bread from asher shall be rich and he shall yield royal dainties so he's crafty he's um knows how to make good food so there's, there's kind of quite a, a difference the in the families kind of the caroline of the family yeah you know? uh but can she make rolls can he make rolls oh, like she that's made that's a question oh my gosh oh, yeah I did you see those. the pictures i did yeah i'm going girl find a way to ship those yeah, i ship want them. some they'll not be quite as good but still better than anything right exactly yeah like come on you can't just post that leave the rest of us hanging like hey look what i made yeah so mean anyway and so naftali a deer let loose he uses beautiful words so he's you know a poet. Well, he's done that he's done that yeah. several times it, it you know when he talks about judah he kind of has that beautiful range mm -hmm. then he goes on when he talks about joseph he goes back to that you know like oh everything's good again yeah so he kind of goes back and forth with that. And then Joseph, well. He just goes continual. Yeah. Now, Benjamin is interesting because you don't hear too much about Benjamin. No. Because he's the youngest, right? right. So you don't really know what kind of a person he is. But. You know, Obviously, Joseph. And he was him. he was the favored son until he found Joseph again. You know. Well, and Joseph favors him, though. 
Right, See, right. So there is that. He's still the favored. Yeah. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning he shall devour the prey, and at night he shall divide the spoil. So I'm like, what kind of guy is he? It's kind of a werewolf right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a ravenous wolf. What does that mean? I don't know. And I wonder if a lot of these... spoils, that means See, a lot of these... Kind of going against his own at night. I don't remember, you know, specifics later on in the Bible, but a lot of these might describe the way some of these tribes... And that and that's kind of what I think. Deal you know, with people later on in the Bible. And see, that, that and that's what I was saying. I think from, you know, from Jacob's perspective, he's talking to his sons as it is. Mm-hmm. This is what I see. This is what's going to happen. This is who y'all are. But without him being tuned into that, yeah, this is what the twelve tribes are going to become. Yeah, kind of as as Bill said, you know, as a foreshadowing yeah. of what's to come. Which I love that because since you know he said that, I'm I'm constantly looking for it. Definitely. And and here I can I can and say anytime we see that we need to point it out. It's it's pretty obvious, yeah. you know. And and he did say, you know, if you sit back and look at it, it's it's there. Not, yeah, it's there. It's there. it's there. It's it's easy to see. You just have to know what you're looking for, and you are. Yeah. You know, you see right here very clearly the twelve tribes. Now, each one of them is a little bit different. Each one of them, obviously, we know Judah, the lion, yeah, the grand one. The you know he was, you know, on top of everything. But you get a little bit, and I and I think we'll see that as we go along as the, the twelve tribes progress. Because right now they don't they don't know this is happening. Yeah, just be like you know, my dad or your dad sending us all into a room and going, ha, ha, "This is what I see happening in the future." And then ten years down the road, you know, I'm in jail. You're a priest. Your, brother, <laughs> your brother's a politician. You know, that would be you know that's the equivalent of kind of what's going on here. I can see that. You know, he's yeah. he's kind of giving them. If you continue down these roads, this is this what is you're going to become. Gonna be, yeah. Um, and for some of you, it's pretty good. Little, for some of you, it's, it's a like, little grim. It's a little grim. You will, uh, uh, yeah, you'll you not amount to anything. <laughs> you will not excel. Yeah. That's sadness. Uh, but yeah, those two are pretty, uh, pretty rotten stuff. But uh, you know, he had a pretty good sandwich named after him. So, facts, facts. I, I, I love can, the Aruban. I love, I love a good Reuben. So yeah. you know. I don't think I've ever heard it called a simian, but, uh, <laughs> I, you know, oh, wait, no, 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 I'm, I'm looking at, I'm thinking is, yeah, uh, that's a uh, simian and Levi. Yeah. Reuben is the one that shall not excel. You're yeah. Right. That's yeah. what I said. But yes, he has, a, water. he has a darn good sandwich. But a darn good him. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be known for that. Unstable as water. You shall not excel because he went up to your father's bed. Then you defiled it. He went up to my couch. Now what did he but do? But he's a good sandwich. Did did I miss something? What's did that? he actually what did he do? Yeah, pretty sure it was Reuben who uh uh went and slept. I was with okay, that's what I was thinking. Jacob's, I couldn't remember. Like it was one of his other brothers yeah. mom. You know, so he slept with his stepmother. That's right, that's right, because I, I made the comment about the Corinthians and yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't recover from that. So anyway, or amount to anything. Yeah, or amount to anything. <laughs> All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is what their father spoke to them. And he blessed them, and he blessed each one according to his own blessing. So let's finish up uh, forty nine here. We're running low on time. Yeah, we're good. We can uh, we probably we can go a little we bit. We probably finish this. And... I, I think we should. Yeah. Then he charged them and said to them, I am to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron and Hittite. In the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, which is where Mamre in the land of Canaan, which Abraham brought to the field of Ephron, the Hittite, as a possession for a burial place. There they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rebekah his wife, and there I buried Leah. The field and the cave, that is where, that is, that is there were purchased 
The field and the cave that is there were purchased from the sons of Heth. And when Jacob had finished commanding his sons, he drew his feet up into the bed and breathed his last and was gathered to his people. And that's 49. Promoted to glory. Promoted to glory. There he goes. I like how that's put, though. He was gathered with his people. Yep. Yep. So thus endeth Jacob. We are we are literally one chapter. Yeah, we've got one chapter left, y'all, of Genesis. And then we get to move into the book of Exodus. We're gonna have to like we're gonna have to have a designated barbecue day. Ooh. Every time we finish every time we finish a chapter. A book. A book. Uh yeah. <laughs> a chapter. <laughs> I was like, I'm down, but do you have the money? <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, look, I'm trying to buy a car, okay? I, I right, I, I right, can't. right. You know, I usually buy the bridge. <laughs> so every every other chapter. Right, 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 right. Uh, so uh, I told you about my uh, my all of my work not expecting me to have better brisket. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now I have to live up to this, which Ooh, I think okay. I've done. I've done a fair enough. That's good. Yeah, you've been doing pretty good. No, I, mean, I, I made this. Just keep on keeping on, and you'll. Yeah, be I know. Well. It was like. Mm, you know, yeah, it was like, yeah. so I had one of my colleagues was eating, um, I was trying not to diss the local barbecue joint, but I'm texting. But you did. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just. So, uh... I, so I had somebody during the same meal, they came in, you know, one of my other colleagues who was like, yeah, you're from Texas. What do you think? And I'm like, oh, it's better than pork. It's you know, fair it, to Midland. It was a brisket. That's exactly how I said it, actually. Because yeah. that's that's one of my favorite terms. My great-grandmother used to use that all the time. But, uh, and so I, I said that. My grandfather would say, it's tolerable. Yeah, fair fair to Midland. That's that's what my great-grandmother said. And I've, I've said it for years. The problem is I tend to be selective in where I say it because yeah. most people are like, what? Yeah. So I, I have a hard time here in North Carolina um, getting, you know, an actual response out of that. But anyway, so um, I, I walked into one of my other colleagues' offices, and well, un, unbeknownst to me, he was feasting on the same thing. And I was like walking in, going, "Yeah, blue smoke is okay, but it's not the great." Hey, dist. <laughs> he's like, he's looking at me, going, "Don't." This blue smoke while I'm eating it. At least wait till I'm done. <laughs> He's like, I'm fine with you dissing it. Just wait till I'm wait till done. I'm done. And I was like, well, I could do better. And he was like, what is taking you so long? You've worked here how long? I'm going, okay, okay, fair point. We should just make this happen. Yeah. I should make a brisket for everybody. We'll have it on a Saturday. And he's like, thank God. Because if you think yours is better than this, I must try it. Yeah. I'm going, well, I have really done it this time. You yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, their, their brisket is always just a little bit dry. Uh-huh. And... I just, you know, I'm sorry, but I, I, I lived in Austin for, what, two and a half to three years. And, you know, I didn't have to go far to get... Texas barbecue. Yeah. And granted, I went to Black's, which everybody in Austin will tell you that Black's is good, but it's not, you know, someplace else is usually better. Like, right. uh, you know, County Line isn't as good as it used to be, but they, you know, say something like, oh, I don't know, Terry Black's or, um, uh, some other barbecue place. I don't know. You but know, anyway, as, as long you know, I have is, the family recipe, and as long as that's not worse than dad's, I'm good. Right, you know? right. But no, no, no. You know, just just Black's Barbecue is where I like to go, you know. And eating that and eating any kind of brisket that you can find over here or, you know, similar barbecue. I don't, don't diss my brisket absolutely now. no Don't comparison. diss my no, brisket no, no, no. I wasn't talking about your brisket. I was talking about like, you know, go to a barbecue place over here. It's hard to find brisket. brisket in this area. Like it is, when I it found is. Blue Smoke is, but um, I give them to, heck. William but, and I went yeah. to uh, Luella's. What's that? It's in Asheville. 
Um, and it was it was good, but you know we got the brisket and William was like, "Oh man, yeah, this is good." And I was like, "This is brisket." And it's not that it was bad either. It's just that compared to, you know, most anything you find in Austin. It's it's funny that you say that because yeah. Will, William just no comparison. He's kind of that way. Wyatt is the one that like my my second time making brisket. He was like, "Well, this is uh, subpar." Okay, I need to go up a notch. <laughs> Whoa! Well, um, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keep me on edge, why don't you? Yeah. He, he, and you know that's, that's pretty much what he said. I forget exactly how he phrased it in his own Wyatt way of phrasing things. Yeah, he's got a great way. He of like saying... reaches back and goes whap and hits you on the back of the head, which yeah. my dad has that gift. Right, right. I'm a little more blunt. Yeah, I, I prefer if I'm gonna start something, I prefer to finish it. Yeah, not you leave and it's unfinished. That's no fun. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say something you're gonna know it. But Wyatt seems to be like, which I've come to know. If he says something, you just kind of have to, you know, take it apart, uh-huh. look at it for all it is. Yeah. But when he said that, to, and I forget how he phrased it, I wish I could remember because it, it was actually pretty funny. Yeah. So we were just sitting down there, and uh, I didn't ask him his opinion about my brisket. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to ask Wyatt about no, that. No, no, I think Neil was complimenting my brisket, in which Wyatt stepped in and said, oh, but it could be better, such and such, such and such. And I was like... Point taken. Okay. <laughs> Up the ante. And yeah. so the next time, he was just like, oh, my, you have done yourself yeah, this in. this is so good. And thankfully, I remember exactly what I did. So I'm like, yes. Do that again. Yes, I have it down. Yeah. You know, what's funny really funny about that whole thing is the previous time I had done something dad told me not to do and I did it and I was like okay well that was why he told me not to do that but anyway everybody's got their brisket lesson and we are one chapter away from finishing so we will see y'all next time yes yes indeed adios adios thank you for listening to the podcast you can follow us on spotify Google Podcasts, iTunes, and more. And be sure to like and check out our Facebook page.